future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. The time has arrived. Oh, Jesus. It is upon us. Once again, it once feels a like year. it was just yesterday that it, it that does. it happened. It does, it's but no, it's up. only once a year that this magical, magical event takes place, Sarah. And it is, in fact, this weekend. I have to say, I'm feeling um, I'm going to be out there by myself for a while too, which is going to be like the just first time in a long time. Alone with your thoughts. Alone with my thoughts in the forest. What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Everything. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. So much to talk about today. I do want to remind everybody that you can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Audible link right there on the page. Oh, uh, my goodness gracious. The link says Audible. I did that. Right now I'm listening to Finders Keepers, the second book in the Bill Hodges trilogy written by Stephen King. That is it very is very good. disturbing and very entertaining. What a wonderfully natural read that Thank you just you did there, Thank you very Sarah. much. And so uh, you can click on the Audible link right there on the page and sign up for a free trial. You get two free audiobooks. I, as well, am listening to the Bill Hodges trilogy. Um, I'm on the third book right now, which the third book, I'm about, I'm probably almost halfway through it. Wow. It is. A Does it make you kind of sad? Like, I remember when I'm almost done with the trilogy, when I'm getting close to the end, I'm like, because you're in that world for so long. Yeah. I mean, even though it's Stephen King's, like, fucked up world. Yeah. Like, but still, you're you're there, yeah, and you've, still. like, committed, yeah, like, 60 yeah. hours of your life to, like, listen, or, you know, 40 or whatever. Right. Listening, yeah. like, probably being... probably about 40 for, mm-hmm. the, for the trilogy. Yeah, that. being involved in that world. So it is always kind of sad to say goodbye to it. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. I mean, the thing is, it's so... There's so many fucked up things, and when you listen to this much Stephen King... And I've been listening to a lot of Stephen King... I think, and, and we're not the only ones. But I'm going to need to take a Stephen King, King, King break. Actually, yeah. we were talking to our good friend uh, Rick Emerson the other day, yep. and randomly enough, he also, he was just like, you know what I've been on lately? A Stephen King kick. That's what he's and been like, up to. Yeah, that's what Rick has been up to. But all you'll right. find out all about that next Tuesday when he comes oh, on the show. Oh, you just ruined the spoiler. Well, it's all right. Or spoiled the ruin or something like that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Rick Emerson's going to so be So it's something in the air. Maybe we're not the only ones on the Stephen King kick. Maybe. I don't know. Just like I learned I wasn't the only one with an eye twitch. I keep getting more and more emails from Stephen people. Stephen King. Oh, let me tell you about the eye, eye twitch. Uh, <laughs> Stephen King just turned it 71 today. Oh. Yeah, I saw it posted by Cemetery Dance. Oh, happy birthday, Stephen King. Birthday, I know Stephen he's our King. biggest fan. I know he is. Thank you, Stephen. Hi, King. Stephen. Hi, Steve-o. <laughs> uh, all right. So, anyway, click on the Audible link. Stevie K. Sign up for a free uh, trial right there and get your two free audiobooks. All right. Lots to talk about, as I was saying. Um, but the most important thing, clearly, is what's going on this weekend. Now, if you're a longtime listener of this show, you've heard this approximately seven times before uh, because it is the year. It's that episode, everybody. It's that episode. Where I talk about the once-a-year camping trip that I've been taking for, gosh, it's got to be close to 15 years at this point. I kind of like this episode because I get to nap with my eyes open for like 15 minutes while you explain What are you talking about? This is a magical episode, Sarah. I'm talking about Ricketts Fest. Yes, Ricketts Fest (sighs) is a camping trip that I've been going on for like 15 years and uh, maybe longer. Actually, it's probably longer than that now. Oh, my God, I'm old. Um, Where uh, once a year, myself and a bunch of my, my buddies... Get together and go up into the woods, camp, and play a game we like to call Ricketts. Invented by myself, Gavin Wells, and Nate Burks. 
where we invented this game, uh, oh, I would say 18 years ago or so. Maybe a little bit less than that. I'm so tired I actually could fall asleep, so I need to not like joke around like that. That's not very f- – that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> this could be other people's like first time. It could be somebody's first time for hearing it. Ricketts Vest, Sarah, was invented oh, God. in the Seven Devils Mountains of Idaho many a year ago when myself, Gavin, and Nate – Decided to venture off. We would go on our, our once a year. We would go on our our trips. We'd find some. We'd just pick some spot on the map. Be like, let's drive there and see what's there, and go camping. And so we had heard of the Seven Devils Mountains in Idaho, so we decided to drive and find those. We got lost. Um, we ended up camping out in a ghost town at one point, which is true. We did camp out in a ghost town. It was creepy as hell. It was like just a big field, and it used to be where the um, for mining. In Idaho, it was this town called Decra, and there were, like, old bed springs. It was where, like, the whorehouses were. It was serious. It like, seems no like joke. every old town is just made up of whorehouses. Yeah, I think so. That's <laughs> It was a big business back then. Yeah, I suppose so. But, I mean, you know, it's not like they could just uh, log online and go check things out there, you know? That was their... That was how it worked. So Log online? You couldn't know. sound like a tra- more out-of-date old person. I was trying to sound as out-of-date <laughs> as I could, and I succeeded. When you plug into the cyberspace. <laughs> when you plug in, Sarah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I think everything was whorehouses back then. So, yeah, but it was, there was like old bed springs and all kinds of weird stuff. Um, anyway, I digress. Now, on the way... We, uh, we, we tried to find the Seven Devils Mountains. We oh, so the story's already started. This is, this is the story. Finding them on the last day of our three-day trip, we got lost a few times, and we found them, and we got there, but we had forgotten to really... Well, we got there, and we, we didn't get a very good camping spot, so our camping spot just kind of sucked. And so we had to figure out things to do, and at that point, we realized we had a sardine can with us that we had brought as a joke. I think somebody was trying to... I don't know. It was a joke. We had a sardine can. We had rocks, we had a bottle of vodka, and we had a two liter of some kind of lemon-lime soda. And we were like, well, what do we do with this? Let's figure out some way to entertain ourselves. And so we set up the can, we started throwing rocks at it, and then we... The sardine can. Yeah, started throwing rocks at the sardine can. That was the original, actually, how it started, was with the sardine can. We were throwing rocks at it, taking turns, and then we started hitting it, and then we were like, huh, we should make a game with this. If you hit it, I'm going to make you take a drink. And that's when we invented, which... To this day, is still a pretty damn good invention. The Cowboy Spritzer. The Cowboy Spritzer consists of this. You have a bottle of booze. You have a two-liter. You take the booze, pour in a little bit into your mouth, and then don't swallow it, and then pour in a little bit of the two-liter, shake it up in your mouth, swallow, Cowboy Spritzer. That is how it works because that's how the Cowboys drank because they didn't have cups to drink out of. Yes, and they the Cowboys, of course, you know that they're, how much they love soda. Yeah, they're, in, they're, they're two liters of soda. They love their of two booze. liters of soda. I mean, so you mix it I in can't your find mouth. a picture of a cowboy without a two liter of soda in his in his hand. Your mouth is the mixer. I mean, that's how it works out. That, your mouth is the shaker. I guess is what it would be. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that's how you take a cowboy spritzer because that's what the cowboys used to do. And uh, at the time, we were joking about it, and we thought that so we 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 thought that you know you would drink lemon lime because we're thinking okay yeah you gotta eat limes, uh, lemons because that's how you avoid. What we thought was rickets. Turns out that's actually scurvy, so we, we called it rickets. We mixed up the two. And uh, regardless, the name stuck, and that is what happened when we ended up with the game of rickets. So how did you pass this uh, tradition of rickets and, of course, the historic cowboy spritzers uh, on to future generations? Well, Sarah, that's a very good, very good question. Thank you. Uh, the first rickets fest, as it would later become known, was actually not rickets fest at all. It was a bachelor party. 
a camping bachelor party for Gavin for his first first go around, and uh, it was it was not a good not a good go around. He's much better off now. Um, but uh, we we went up for this bachelor party, and it was a bunch of dudes, and we were like, "Hey, you guys should see this thing that me and Nate and Gavin have been doing. We're calling it Ricketts." And so we started playing, and then everybody loved it because it involves throwing rocks at things and drinking in the woods. And so that was the first one. Next one was Nate's uh, bash party. Then the next one was my birthday. And then after that, we're like, we don't, let's just stop making excuses. Let's just go to the woods and throw rocks and drink. Okay. Let's call it Ricketts Fest. Yeah, Eddie, uh, it like it, it's like he's speaking for me when he uh-huh. says it feels like Ricketts happens two or three times a year. I, we, we can only hope, Eddie. Maybe I can tell this uh, story every quarter. And leading up oh, to there it is. I was just waiting for you to get mad. If I could, uh, I was waiting to see how many times I had to poke you for you to start getting defensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's like five. <laughs> well, regardless, it is this weekend where I am heading up into the woods, into the wilderness. And uh, so, is it anybody's first time at Rickett Fest? Yes, Rickett's we've got Fest. a couple of newbies Rickett this Fest? year. Rickett's Fest. Rickett's Fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very select group. Um, most of us have been doing this for years and years. Uh, there's a couple of couple of newbies this year. So how does there's one... There's a few people that couldn't go this year. All right. So how do you do that? Like, is there some sort of initiation process or something for people they who have never... be relentlessly made fun of. Okay. That is what happens. you got to have a thick skin. you really got to have a thick skin. If you are easily, easy to anger, it's not, it's not for you. Like, are you, you going to make the Johnson brothers hold hands again? Yes, I absolutely will. That is the funniest thing, I think. This, that's part of it. It's like with, <laughs> with the game, when you're playing Rick, it's like there's rules that can be made, and you can make people do stupid things. And it, the whole thing is just dumb. It's just very dumb, but it's so much fun to go to the woods and just be dumb. Um, it's awesome. That is my favorite one. Uh, Rick from Atlanta is writing in the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club chat right now. If you're a, it's a subscribing, it's $6.99 a month. The first week is free. You get to watch the video. Uh, Rick says, people on the East Coast have heard about Ricketts Fest, but we always thought it was just a legend. Um, just like the Sasquatch. Yes. It exists in the Pacific it's Northwest. There somewhere. Now, the game of Ricketts doesn't, that's not just like a guy's Ricketts Fest. I will Everybody say. Everybody else can play Ricketts. Well, I mean, you can make anything, like, fun if you have a couple beers, maybe, and you're in the middle of the woods. But Ricketts is is pretty fun. I played it mm-hmm. when we were in Alaska a few years yeah. ago. That was pretty fun. It's pretty fun. It's and just it's the dumbest thing. It's so but making dumb. up rules is pretty funny. Yeah, and there is a little bit of an order to it, like on how it works. But you can play it anywhere. All you need is a can and rocks. Boom! There you go. You're playing rickets. I mean, and and you know, with the rules that go along with it, there there's some stuff that happens there. There is somebody though in Atlanta that has played rickets a long time ago. I had a coworker who. Came over to my house and we played Ricketts in my backyard, and she took it back to Atlanta and wrote me afterwards. Oh and said, wow! I'm playing Ricketts in Atlanta now. So somebody in Atlanta does does have the rules, Rick. Maybe we can hunt them down. I mean, you just said how complicated they were. Like you just need a can and a rock. Very complicated. Yeah. No, there's there's an order to things. And now the only way that they, when you're playing the game, the Supreme Ricketts Council obviously has. You know, which is myself, Gavin, and Nate. Since we invented it, that's appointed for life. You can't usurp that. But we can settle all disputes. Hmm. Yeah. Supreme Ricketts Council. Wow. Anyway. So when is it? So what God, are you? So, dumber and dumber when I say it out loud. Well, it's fine. You get, like, your, you know, your little dude bro adventure weekend. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that you're going into the woods. Does that mean that you're going to, like, what do you mean you're going to be there by yourself? So, yeah, every year somebody's got to go up and claim the spot because we don't like to... We don't like to camp where there's other people. Sure. You know, you don't want to you don't want to be around. You want to be as isolated as possible. As How many people come back from possible. Ricketts Fest? Most people have. There's been a few injuries over the years. Um, 
Everybody's come back. That honestly concerns me a little bit. Every time um, Greg goes out for Ricketts Fest, like when I see him on that Monday, I look to see if like all limbs are still attached. Yep. There's usually scrapes and bumps and bug bites. Oh, definitely bug yeah. bites. There was one year, I mean, the worst year for bug bites was uh, this one spot where I, I camped out on this grass and I, I stopped counting the bug bites at like 120. Gross. I mean, I was like covered. I was yeah. covered. It's very gross. It's very gross to even talk about. Yeah, so I had like 120 bites. Um, Gavin threw a rock in my face once, too. Then we had to make a rule. Like, there's been some adaptations over the years. Like, there's no firearms are allowed. It's just not worth Didn't that Kenny risk. try to bring a gun? No, Kenny brought fireworks, which oh, yeah. also no fireworks are allowed. <laughs> um, so so there's, there's a bunch of stuff that's going on with that. But... Um, you know, you, just as we've adapted it. Yeah, no throwing rocks at, at people's faces. Uh, that's generally not allowed. That's frowned upon. That's, yeah. Well, Gavin's kind of the precipice of a lot of those rules. Yeah. He gets drunk and he gets a little punchy. Is he going to be there? No, he's not going to be there this oh, year. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah so. So you're going to have to fulfill the drunk and punchy. No, I really person. don't get punchy. Somebody though. has to step I'm not up. Really a punchy. There's a role that everybody plays in these things. I mean, you've been around me. I don't get punchy. I just hug everything that moves. That's that's what happens <laughs> so with me. Creepy. <laughs> I mean, sorry, I do. I hug. Like, give me a hug. I. It just. It's you know. There's worse things that could be. You know, other than that, I'm. I feel like I'm pretty safe to be around when I'm when I'm drunk. Um, no, I don't get. I don't become the punchy one. So I don't know who will be the punchy one. Out of everybody who's going this year, who do you think is going to be the punchy one? Dan. <laughs> That's who it would probably. Oh, be. he seems like he has like some anger inside, mm. and he likes to maybe let it out a little at the. I don't know at the ricketing. I don't know. I mean, you never know. We'll we'll have to see this year. We'll have to see. But uh, that, so that's. Anyway, somebody's got to go up and find the spot, and that's me. So we've got this particular spot that we go to, which I will never reveal to anyone. Um, but if it's taken, then there's going to be a problem. Oh, no. If somebody's there, that means I'm going to have to scout and go find something else, and then I've got to go leave signs to direct So it's like saving the seat in the no movie theater, service. but like, yeah. But you're like in the wilderness I'm with nobody to like back you up. And uh, if the seat is, if there's one person in that seat, then it's ruined. Yeah, so what if you show up in the seat and you're there and you find your spot, but then like 10 other bro dudes show up and they're like, hey, we really wanted this spot and there's 10 of them and one of you. I don't care. You'll fight? I mean, preferably not. I mean, will I die for the spot? No. <laughs> I don't plan on... And what kind of Ricketts Fest founder are you if you're not willing to die for it? I it that hard. But yeah, if somebody shows up like that and they've got like weapons threatening me to get out of a camp spot, I Keelan guess I'll Keelan says go. Greg does become fucking Huggy Bear at Ricketts Fest. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best descriptor. Oh my God. Oh, so... I'm having you fun. You love your friends. Yeah. No. I mean, there's worse, there's worse things to be than that. <laughs> well, we have our, um, I'm going with a few of my <laughs> lady friends over to the coast, which kind of coincides every year yeah. uh, with Ricketts Fest. Like, for my role, I think I'm just, like, the idiot. <laughs> what do you mean? Because <laughs> I fell down the stairs last year, remember? Oh, and, like, chipped my yeah. elbow. Yeah. Which is still kind of a problem. Split your ear a couple years ago. Okay, yes, I know. I was yeah. like, why does everybody make fun of me? You're like really the one to worry about. I know, I'm a klutz. You, you are kind of a klutz. I know. Yeah. And then sometimes, so last year, my worst nightmare happened. There was one of those games. Um, I don't think I ever talked about this on the show. 
I'm a little nervous. I get a little so nervous. So you're going for, with your lady friends and you're going I'm with my lady friends who are all like my dearest friends. But like a lot of times when we all hang out, it's all like ladies and gentlemen and you're, somewhere in between. You know, like everyone, right. it's just like we don't usually all hang out like one specific gender, like you're, all together. You're going to the coast. I'm going to the coast uh, right. to my friend's place uh, on the coast with um, like 10 other ladies. Okay. So it's a lot of ladies. That many. Yeah, yeah it's a it's it's a lot. I think ten or twelve. Like okay, it's a lot of ladies. That's a lot. A lot of ladies, which means a lot of estrogen, and a lot, lot of, of opinions. A lot of um, underhanded compliment. <laughs> well, it isn't really all right. So it isn't the underhanded compliment thing. But I will say, last year, somebody brought one of these games. Um, <laughs> what? What Nothing. is going it's on? Like, I don't think I know this. It makes me nervous. Like I'm already like I don't know because I. I already sometimes feel like I'm the butt of the joke because I'm just like all like. But somebody brought what? Just stop. No, but somebody brought one of those games last year. It's like a fill in. Like basically, it's a fill in the like. There's a card and you fill in the blank. Like who would be most likely to, you know, like uh, fall asleep with a burrito in their hand. Or you know, <laughs> it's you. Run down, I mean, I that's you. I don't like, even know who it run is. Run down the street topless. You and know. all of them turned out to be like every time Did it was everybody like, just say Sarah, and it was starting to really hurt my feelings. Because <laughs> 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 we played that ones? stupid fucking game. Everyone, I can't remember. All, it's actually making my the face Sarah hot game? because I was really uncomfortable, and I was starting to get upset a little, and I was trying not to be <laughs> upset because every single thing was like it, it, it wasn't complimentary. It was just. Well, I mean, and it was, and that's exactly what they were like. Well, I mean, like everyone, I felt so ganged up against because everyone's just like, like the burrito in their hand. Everyone's like, and I'm trying like desperately to pin it on somebody else. I'm like, summer, summer, it would be summer, and everyone's like, no, Sarah. <laughs> oh, I hope that game is. Out. I hated that game. No, we stopped playing the game. Because it started, it was, it, and then some, something else came up and it offended somebody else. Like, it was like, who's going to be, like, you know, who would be the biggest slut or something like that? And, like, somebody Why else Why would you play that It was game? a horrible game. We never played it again. <laughs> and then, like, that, that hurt somebody's like feelings. the worst game ever to yeah. play with, like, I mean. Seriously, it no was No offense, but awful. with a group of women saying who's the. Who's, like, the, yeah, who would be the drunk the slut, slut that would give somebody a blowjob? Or, like, somebody. And it was, like, all these horrible, like. I made, I think Lily bought that game because she buys a lot of like games and we'll, like, we'll try a bunch of them out. Some work, some don't. <laughs> and this one, I was like, Lily, we're burning that shit. We are never playing that game because all of us started to get mad at each other because <laughs> it's mean. Yeah, it sounds mean. It's it was like, how horrible. How could I be mean, mean to my friends? It was horrible. It's like, yeah, who would, who would fill in this place? Not like, who is like the kindest person that you know? It's like, wow. You know, yeah, it was an awful game. Yeah. That sounds that sounds pretty bad. I know. I think I have PTSD a little bit from it. That's why I think because I have so much fun on these weekends, but I remember that from last year, and it makes me nervous. Who would be most likely to fall asleep with a burrito in their hand? Yeah, that was one specific I one mean, I remember. Like, or like, who would challenge? You know, the, I don't know, like, like someone to a karaoke competition or something like those well, things. That, I right. know. <laughs> Some of them were less flattering than others. <laughs> uh, yeah, as it says in the chat, Keelan just said, Jesus, this is no, fun. No, it was not fun. We played like six rounds, fun. and I was like, no. And I, I'm trying not to get my feelings hurt, so I'm trying not to be like... 
That's, was, yeah. No, we, we put that game away and didn't play it the rest of the time. Because then other people were getting, like, it started off with me being offended, and then other ones were like, you know, who would be, like, the like the clingiest mom that you know? Like, you know, I have some mom friends, and somebody was pointing. And then oh, other my pe- God, that sounds like a It was the worst. One. It was the worst who'd game. Who would be the clingiest mom? Yeah, or, like, just horrible, like, oddly specific things who that really can just. Who invented this game? A monster. A monster, monster invented who this game. Wants to just stir stuff. I can't up. even remember what it was called because so Lily will buy a bunch of different games. Like she bought some. See like if she you bought. Figure out the name of it. Yeah, I will. Um, let's see. Game where you. I mean, fill I can tell you in now. Person card most. I mean, describes. I can tell you, I much prefer my game where I throw rocks at things and then maybe make Tim do the truffle shuffle or something. Like, I think it's called. Is that's it the who's most likely to? <laughs> Under the eleven funnest games. Fuck your face. No. Oh, product not available. Hopefully they burn to the ground. I hate you. Just gonna be called, hey, have you gained weight? You played yeah. that game? <laughs> Who's your friend that got the fattest? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is horrible. Okay. Who's most, okay, who's most likely to card game? There it is. It's a card game? I think, yeah, I think it's who's most likely to. That just All right, is uh, full of terrible ideas. Yeah, I'm looking at some of the cards. Let's see between you and me. <laughs> oh, God. All right, fine. Um, all right. I know this between you and me. Who's most likely to not stop talking about their trip abroad? <laughs> <laughs> Have I told you I've been to Croatia? <laughs> Who's most likely to steal a street sign? Shit. Not anymore. That was when I was young. Who most likely could pass for a homeless person? <laughs> This game sucks. I know. <laughs> who, most, who could pass for a homeless person? Who most likely was a fat kid? Oh, my God. These are mean. Yeah, those are super mean. Who most likely was a fat kid? Oh, this kid? is another one that I, that I won. Number 227. <laughs> who most likely gets cool bruises and has no idea why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is definitely you, though. <laughs> Who most likely would say that music festival was life-changing? <laughs> How many times have I heard you say life-changing? Oh, whatever. <laughs> Who most likely would find a reason to take their shirt off? Mm, yeah. Uh, who most likely would do anything for $5? <laughs> That's Greg. <laughs> Five to ten. Yeah, depends. so anyways, if you can see how this might go wrong. I'm comfortable with most of those things. Who most likely would have sex with themselves if they could? <laughs> no, it wouldn't be me. Yeah. No, we've had, that question's come up before from somebody else here. <laughs> this game wasn't, Keelan just said, this game was invented by a white person. Fuck the fun, let's just be shitty to each other for three hours. <laughs> That's exactly yeah, seriously. it. And then we'll sit in yeah, silence here's one. for another two Number hours. Number 244, who most likely wouldn't ever come to your funeral? Oh, my God. Yeah. Why would you have that? I know. And then, like, imagine if everybody picks you and you're like, wow, I'm a shitty person. <laughs> <laughs> That's really terrible. Because all that is is just somebody saying what they think about you. Yeah, you wouldn't show up at my funeral. Like, oh, my. Wow. Yeah. So this is the game that we stopped playing. That is a terrible game. <laughs> yes. And a terrible person invented that. That will ruin things. It really did ruin things. Like, it put a damper for a while. Like, I think we ended up starting, like, we played, um, like... Everybody just starts chugging We started playing, like, like, drinking games, and we're like, all right, let's move away from that. That was bad. <laughs> let's, let's go and let's do something else. 
Did Lily do that on purpose, just to stir things? <gasps> no, because she buys games. So she bought this one this time, which I think will be fun. Which it's an adult. It's like a, <laughs> like an adult Pictionary, uh-huh. where you have to draw draw like vulgar things, which I think might be fun. So that's just boobs and penises, and butts. And that's what and probably draw. sex positions or something. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> it's better I mean, than losing friends. <laughs> yeah, that, true. Much that better. was well on the way last time to like ending friendships. So if anyone suggests to you to play the who's most likely to game, don't. Or do if it's or do you really if that's like. something that you want. If you have something like passive aggressively that you've been really wanting <laughs> to say Tina. to someone, Tina's that one like, yeah. each time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. Oh God, that game. Sorry, I still have like. Blah, that sounds blah. like you have a little bit of PTSD from. Me. I do because I love my friends and they love me, but then like that game was making it seem like I'm like, do they even like me? That's what it felt like. It made me so insecure with wow. these people I've been friends with for like a decade. Like, I'm not even going to make fun of you with that one. Yeah. I'm going to let that one yeah, go. Yeah, that would be traumatic for you, too. Oh, I, we wouldn't play that. I, I would just never play it. I mean, that's not something that would ever come up. Like, hey, guys, let's sit around and play this card game for a bit and tell, <laughs> us, tell each other how we feel about each other. Say, no. Like, I throw who doesn't make any real money because they chose to follow their dream? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, wow. I didn't th- know how much this affected me. It is really... I actually feel a little bit better getting it out because I felt so alone last year when that was happening. And everyone's laughing. I'm trying to be like good-spirited Sally. like. <laughs> and inside I was crying. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're really working this through. I mean, so that one's not coming That's back. That's not coming year. back. All right. Is there any ever a time where you guys have fun at this trip? We have so much fun. We go, um, we have mimosa breakfast and we go shopping. Last year I bought some, um, <laughs> we have a couple drinks and then, yeah, go into town. Uh, last year we all bought like a bunch of ridiculous things to wear. I found, um, my friend Brenda bought some mermaid pants, which she wore. I found this pair of like steampunk goggles that I proceeded to wear the entire weekend, which I think I took a billion pictures of, which I already have packed in my bag, by the way. No, we have a great time. It's it's really fun. Just that particular game yeah. was awful. Now, we go down, because um, where we're going, you can have, there's a trail, and you can have a big fire pit down there. A bonfire. So we, mm-hmm, like a big bonfire, and we like sing songs and have beers and chat, and it's it's a great, great time. Cool. Minus that fucking game. Minus that game that ruined everything. Which, okay. Uh, if it's there again, I will make sure to bring that for kindling for the bonfire. Okay. Whew. All right. Ever through it? I guess my face is hot. Are we going to be okay? My face is hot. Okay, you want to change gears, do a little World of Crazy? I do have a few stories for World of Crazy. I mean, all of the, like, I I picked a few because some of them ended really badly, so I just picked the good ones. Okay. Not as badly as that game was ending. (laughs) He said, I'm going to recommend that game for a team-building exercise. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, I probably just sold, like, 50 of those. (laughs) I guess. Yeah, give, you know what, that is a great gift. Like, if it's to somebody you actually don't don't like. like. Like, hey, play this one with your family. Like, you'll love it. Oh, that's kind of devious. That's kind of fucked up. And I kind of want to do that. Who would you give it to? God, I don't know. Not somebody who'd be, like, super honest. I mean, I have my list of the people, uh, you know, I have my list. Just mail it to people? Here's a free game. 
I mean, there's three people. Oh, it even this. has an expansion pack for even more shittiness. <laughs> Who's most likely to be allergic to everything? Oh, me. Probably. Who most likely has a dark side? Who? Me. Yeah. You have yeah, here side. it is. The first question, who most likely will wake up with a half a burrito in bed? That's definitely you. That's not me. Here's a, who is allergic to everything. Yeah, that's me. That's you. Who gets convinced that strangers are celebrities? That's you. That's me. That's definitely you. <laughs> you have done that before. Who most likely has a five-hour conversation about space? Oh, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> Damn right, I'll talk about space. That'll probably happen tonight. Who most likely would get a popcorn bucket from the trash to get free refills? I can't lie. That would be me. That would absolutely that would, be you. Depending on how hungry I was, absolutely. Who would most likely be the first one to die in a scary movie? You. No. Yeah, you. I'm squirrely. You're squirrely, but you would be, you'd be a fun death. You'd die in a fun I way. I would not be the first one. Not the first one, but you'd die before me. Uh, you know it. I don't know. I'm pretty good yeah. at hiding. Are you? Or do you just think you are? I think you're more clunky than you think you are. Mm, no, I think I'm pretty good. I think I could definitely, I think I would last longer. Oh my god! Alright, this one is the last one. Another funeral one. Who's most likely that their funeral would have the smallest attendance? Oh no. No, we're not doing that! God, no, 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 no! Oh. No, I'm just, no. I was that is out a awful. horrible, horrible question. It's a horrible game. What an awful, awful thing. Like, this is a... Oh. Okay. All right, I got a few stories for you. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, Greg, don't get distracted. Pay attention. I'm just taking a look really quick. Greg's the guy in the movie that insists that nothing will get him because he's prepared. Oh, yeah, that's it. (laughs) I am prepared for the wilderness. I can survive out there for a while. All right, well, Greg, good news. We know how much of a fashionista you are. Oh, everybody looks to me for fashion advice. With your style. Yeah. Well, uh, now you might look a little more fashionable because Nordstrom is in the news because it's facing criticism. However, it's because they are selling a pair of shoes for $530 that come pre-scuffed up and they're held together with duct tape. Which I'm sure you have some... For how much? $530. I have so many pairs of shoes that are falling apart, and I have duct tape. And they're all scuffed up. So what you can do is wear those to Ricketts Fest this weekend and show everybody, you're like, hey, look at how fashionable I am. And then am. I can sell them for, like, I'll, I'll undercut them half price. Yeah, like two fifty. Yeah. Or wait, yeah. or no, maybe you have to sell them for more because That's they're actually one accurate. and used. That's probably seven fifty. Seven fifty. So they're called the Superstar uh, Taped Sneakers, created by upscale brand Golden Goose and they're sold on Nordstrom's website. They feature crumply, hold-it-all-together tape oh and with a, quote, God. grungy rubber sole. Who the fuck buys that The website that stuff? describes the shoes as distressed. 
I mean, it's a genius who came up with it. Well, the sneakers Just have like, drawn. Let's critis- see what what kind of things we can get idiots to buy. We can get idiots to buy exactly. The sneakers have drawn criticism online for what critics are describing as trying to make poverty fashionable to the affluent. This is accurate. Um, Nordstrom says, we always try to bring in new, different, and unique products. We realize taste is subjective, and not every customer will like every product that we carry. So wow. if you have $530, go ahead and donate. Yeah, send it to us or go, donate it to a charity. Oh, yeah. That yeah, too. I was going to say yes, but then I felt selfish, <laughs> yeah, especially that after gets, that game. That kind of selfish after Because I'm just thinking of who's <laughs> most likely to ask you for money. <laughs> Go to funemploymentradio.com slash support, and you can sign up to be a subscriber right now. Six ninety nine a month. First week is free. $80 for the entire year, and if you do to get the entire year, you get to come here and join us in studio. Plus, we have this super cool FERSC supporters pins. Yes, which if you are a supporters club member and have not received your pin, send us Let us know. All right. Please don't spend $530 on scuffy shoes. I will put duct tape on your dirty shoe. No. For, for $200, I will duct tape your dirty shoes. That sounds like a sex act or something. I don't care. I'll do that. I bet you will. All right. This story is kind of awesome. So this is uh, a story out of Ipswich, England. Ipswich. Ipswich, England. Ipswich. Uh, Headline reads, A spooky nighttime children's voice sound turns out to be something even creepier than ghosts. Seven in the small town of Ipswich, England, residents have been haunted by the eerie sounds of a child singing an old nursery rhyme. And nobody was able to figure out why. So residents of Ipswich started to hear this at night and during the day sporadically, this song that started to play. So this, is, this is what the residents of Ipswich would hear. This is, it's 15 seconds long. So, what? so it turns out this, this thing was just, playing? it was plaguing this town and that's, nobody could figure out why. That's messed up. But it turns out that it was actually a spider alarm at a company. So like basically it was this empty warehouse that was abandoned and it had um, cameras, like surveillance cameras in there. And when the surveillance cameras were triggered, it would start to play a noise to try and scare anybody who was in there. But there were spiders that were crawling in front of the camera, so they started triggering them, and it was hooked up to this creepy song that would just start playing, and nobody knew why. Why would they have that as the song? Well, it was part of a motion-activated security system at a nearby warehouse. That would probably scare a burglar. Yeah, to scare people. Because that's creepy as shit. (laughs) So the residents didn't know, so they were hearing this for days. Uh, people are saying, so one of the residents of the town said, the first time I heard it was the most terrifying thing ever. I was like, what the hell is that? I went cold and felt sick, said the resident who did not want to be named. Um, another resident said, it's very haunting. People have said it's something like out of Freddy Cougar. Um, so I guess... One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Exactly. Uh, the voice is part of a motion-activated <clears throat> security system at a nearby warehouse. Spiders took over some of the lenses, and when they crawled across it, the system triggered, and the, and the recording would start playing, sometimes in the middle of the night, echoing all over the town. That's messed up. So the uh, sound is supposed to act as a deterrent for op- uh, opportunist, uh, opportunistic thieves that come onto the property, and it's designed only to be heard by people on their private land, a company for the spo- uh, spokesperson for the company said about the warehouse that it was coming from. That's screwed up. So they've turned down the volume on that. Yeah, but that's actually pretty genius. I mean, you should get is. that for your security alarm. 
Like have some sort of like creepy ghost child singing if someone comes and like, I'm watching you. Are you my new daddy? <laughs> I mean, that would probably freak people out. Well, yeah, probably. Ugh. It's kind of soothing though, isn't it? No, it's not at all. It's quite disturbing. That's messed up. I like it. Dude, little children singing like that is one of the creepiest Why do you think they were all freaked out? I know. All right, and do you finally have one more story? Which, this is World of Crazy, and this is the craziest headline I have read today. And it made me laugh. We all know who Beyonce is. Who does? Correct. What? Correct. Correct. Beyonce. Beyonce. Don't say it like that. Beyonce. I was attacked by an owl. Beyonce's in the news right now because her ex-drummer has filed for a restraining order claiming that Beyonce used extreme witchcraft on her. Oh, this shit. Is an- I bumped the... Oh. I know why the cameras stopped working. Uh oh. I can't fix that. It's too late to fix it. Okay. My fault. What? Did you just cut the video? That's fine. Let's just keep going. Yep. Again, may I reiterate Beyonce's ex drummer has filed for a restraining order against her, alleging that Beyonce was using extreme witchcraft on her. Extreme. Witchcraft. Yes, that Beyonce is involved in witchcraft. Witchcraft! So this woman... Wow. So she actually seems pretty normal, minus the whole Beyonce is cursing me with her witchcraft thing. Her name is Kimberly Thompson. So Kimberly Thompson is Beyonce's former drummer, and she has filed a civil harassment restraining order. Like, legitimately, she has filed this against (laughs) Beyonce... Uh, so according to documents, uh, Thompson alleges that Beyonce is practicing what she calls, quote, extreme witchcraft. So why is, what makes it extreme? Uh, I don't, that's what's in the quote. So, and also this, and quote, magic spells of sexual molestation, end quote, to harass her. Among other allegations that she has I mean, against on, Beyonce. I mean, this may sound weird, but honestly. Don't. Okay. <laughs> among other allegations. Thompson also claims that Beyonce bur- murdered her kitten. What? She says that Beyonce murdered her kitten. Well, records uh, show that Thompson had a request for a temporary restraining order against Beyonce denied by L.A. Superior Court on September 19th. However, there's currently another restraining order hearing scheduled for October 11th. So uh, Kimber- Kimberly Thompson, when asked by um, different publications... If this was accurate, she confirmed it, and she confirmed the accuracy of the documents that she filed. She said, all accusations I survived are real. No representatives from Beyonce well, have responded. Well, doesn't that say something? All right, but also, along with her work um, in, for years with Beyonce, Kimberly Thompson also played drums for the Fred Armisen-led house band for the first season of Late Night with Seth Meyers. So she's a legit, like... Performer. Yeah, that doesn't mean she's not crazy. Oh, it doesn't mean she's not crazy, but I mean, come on, she's <coughs> accusing Beyonce of black magic. Extreme witchcraft. Extreme. 
I mean, if anyone that would sound like a good name for an album. Extreme. Witchcraft. I think if anyone could pull off extreme witchcraft, I think it would be Beyonce. I wonder, and I though, guess, why would she bother with this person? Well, what's interesting, though, is a why lot of Beyonce her... Why would Beyonce care about the drummer? I don't know. Um, but what's interesting is that all of Beyonce's, like, super fans, I, I fell down this rabbit hole for a little while, they're all, like, absolutely 100% like, oh, yeah, of course, yeah, she's a, like, she's a witch. Like, she's, um, like, she's a voodoo priestess and stuff. Oh, they wow. all, it's... If you have a couple minutes Are and this interests you... Think, like, they're part of the Illuminati, too? Like, Jay-Z yes. made the yes. eye symbol. He's part of the Illuminati. Like, yes. And it's all the people that are just like, yes, you're my voodoo queen. And it's like all this crazy shit. How weird must that be? I mean, obviously, they have strange lives anyway. But how weird must that be that people have developed these rumors about you? And, like, actually believe it? How do you know that she's not part of the Illuminati? Well, maybe she is. I don't know. Maybe I'm the fool. Maybe you are the fool. You're playing the fool, Greg Nibbler. Yep. All right. Well, there you have it. Beyonce and her extreme witchcraft. Extreme witchcraft! That's world crazy. Rex Quando. All right, I do have a little bit of ball talk. Oh, the leaf blowers are back. Yep, the Yay. leaf blowers are back. If you can hear that in the background, that is our lovely neighborhood leaf blowers who are blowing all of the... Four leaves. <laughs> leaves out of our parking lot. They require three leaf blowers for the parking lot at our studio. Yes, and there are, I think, approximately two trees. Yeah. Yep. Both, uh, yeah. How many are there? I think there's, there's two, maybe three. There's usually three. No, there's three. Okay, oh, yeah, good. as far as leaf blowers? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Crap, Mr. Jinky's onto us in the chat. Don't act like you guys aren't part of the Illuminati. Shit. Don't talk about it, Curb. That's why we squirrel away all our riches. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Just a couple of things of ball talk and uh, the return of a very big segment that a lot of people have been clamoring for. Oh, boy. Uh, First up in ball talk, though, I do have this. A good story coming out of Cleveland. What? So the Cleveland Browns. Have you seen this, Sarah? Have you heard about this? The Cleveland no. Browns. You know no. what the Cleveland Browns are? I sure. Cleveland Browns are an NFL team, and they're terrible. They've been terrible for a long time. They haven't. They hadn't won a game since 2016. 2016. The last time they won a game. Two years. They have not won a game in two years. That's a long time. That's a very long time. Um, and they've gone through about 180 quarterbacks. Not that many, but seriously, they've gone through like probably 30 quarterbacks in wow. the last uh, 10 years. And it's just not working. Not working. Until now, beep, beep, beep. they may have finally found their savior in Cleveland. And his name is Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield was the Heisman winner last year for Oklahoma. Okay. Which means he was the best player in college football. He was drafted number oh, one. Oh, that's the Heisman Trophy. Heisman Trophy. Okay, yeah. yeah. So he was drafted number one by Cleveland, and um, he was thought, you know, eventually maybe he would he would turn out to be a good NFL player, but I think that was kind of a question mark there. Nobody knew for sure. There was another guy who was already the starter in Cleveland last night. Cleveland played. The starter went out, I think, in the second quarter with a concussion, which means he's done for the game, okay. maybe for multiple games, and probably Well, not. concussions are nothing to joke about. No, yeah, there's I a mean, whole there's, protocol yeah. for it, so he's out, um, and probably would have to sit next week anyway. But regardless, might not be getting his job back no matter what. Because Baker Mayfield came onto the field and 
led them from being down 14-0 to winning 21-17. Cleveland getting their first win in two years. <laughs> the first time he plays in the NFL in his first, you know, his first game in the NFL. So he's never played in it before. This is like his No, it's, it's, this is the third game, but he wasn't the starting quarterback. He was just the backup. Wow. So he just came in, won the game for him. Um, but and on, a lot of it was him that he did. So uh, Cleveland people are very happy about Baker Mayfield right now. Awesome. He's pretty entertaining. I'll give him that. Cool. He's an entertaining quarterback. Well, I like that if he's entertaining and he's good at his job. Well, he's super cocky. But uh, but I watched the hard knocks thing on the Cleveland Browns, which of I find you that did. fascinating. Yeah. So he got his job at Oklahoma because he was a walk on because nobody wanted him, and he walked on to the team, which means he wasn't recruited. And uh, won the starting job and then won the Heisman Trophy. So when you walk on, is it almost like you're having an audition? It's or just like means, okay, you're allowed on the team, but I don't even think you're under scholarship. I oh, believe okay. he was a walk-on, yeah. I think. Or he wasn't anyway the starting quarterback, and he won the job. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Cleveland people are happy. Moving on to ball talk. Oh, Let's God, I just saw the thing that it you were It is time do. for me to predict some scores in NCAA football. It's been a while since I've done this. It has been a while. Okay. Uh, oh, do I get to pick games. one? Do I get to pick one? Sarah, pick. Give me a game. I will tell you what this is. I'll, I will tell you who's going to win, and then everybody listening, everybody, go out and place bets, and then just send me a tithing of your winnings. All right. All right. Uh, I want to do Florida International. Okay. Versus Miami. Florida International versus Miami. I look because they're both from Florida. They're both equal. They're both two and one. Uh huh. All right, so we have the University of Miami Hurricanes versus the Florida International. What is Florida International? I have no idea. I don't know. Panthers. Golden Panthers. Golden Panthers, of course. The Golden Panthers versus the Miami Hurricanes. Is Florida International the one with, uh, what's his name? I don't remember. Anyway, Florida International, the Golden Panthers versus the Hurricanes. Well, guess what? Golden Panthers. There's a wind coming for you, and it's going to sweep you off the field because the Miami Hurricanes will win. Oh, are you talking about Sean Darius? Nope. Okay. I think I had it confused with Florida Atlantic. Okay. Am I picking another you one? Or are you, my good, one? you missed my really good yeah, hurricane. No, I, I really didn't. I heard it. <sighs> All right. Give me, uh, give me another one. All right. Hit how me. about uh, Michigan State yeah. versus Indiana? Oh, boy. Michigan State Spartans. Versus the Indiana Hoosiers. The Hoosiers, Sarah. That's what Indiana is, the Hoosiers. Mm-hmm. So here's the deal. You know, both these couple of Midwest states right there. Bit of a rivalry, probably a bigger rivalry in basketball. Indiana sitting at 3-0. and Michigan State only 1-1, one one, but ranked number 24. Well, here's what's going to happen. And I'll tell you this right now because oh, you can boy. take this to the bank. Sarah, you can take this to the bank. Greece is going to be invading Indiana. It's the Spartans over the Hoosiers. This weekend. That's kind of, I kind of worked that out. That the Sparta is part of Greece now. Sure. <clears throat> okay, give me one more. Hit one me. more? Yeah, hit me with them all. Oh, Just all right. You don't, do you do Oregon? Is, will you do Oregon? No, I will not do Oregon. No, that's a big game. Stanford versus Oregon. <gasps> all right, how about, uh, let's do Wisconsin. 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 Versus Iowa. Wisconsin versus Iowa. Well, here's the deal. You have the Iowa Hawkeyes. Versus the Wisconsin Badgers. You know, normally you would think Badgers, they're ferocious. 
And the Hawkeyes, you know, they can see them coming for a long ways away. So they got real good eyesight. Yeah, so I know. We Hawkeyes. got that. Yeah. No. yeah. Yes, yep. Well, here's the deal, and I'm going to tell you why the winner is going to be who it is. And the reason is this. Oh, my God. I had a friend from Wisconsin for a while, but she always called Oregon, Oregon, and it really annoyed me because that's not how you say it. So because of that, because of that long-held spite, the Hawkeyes are going to win. The Hawkeyes will pick those Badgers up and carry them off the field. I think you're wrong on that one. Hawkeyes over Wisconsin. Okay. It's Oregon, not Oregon. That concludes this edition of All That. You hear me, Amber? Amber? Now? God damn it, Amber. That was like 12 years ago. Oh my gosh, they're getting louder. All right. All right. Well, we have to... We do. Before we go, though, we do need to say one thing, and that is this. A big thank you to our fine sponsor, Black's Pest Services. <gasps> Black's Pest Services. Black's Pest Services is a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, and we really do appreciate them. And seriously, if you own any kind of property or you work for any kind of property management in the Portland area... Uh, call Black's Pest Services. Have them come out. It's free. They will take a look at your property, let you know if you have any issues. If you have issues, they'll tell you how to solve them. Um, a really, really fantastic group. And they have helped me out tremendously. They found problems I didn't even know existed and helped me stem it before it became a real problem. Uh, they are great. And their phone number is 503-723-7957. That's 503-723-7957. We actually got an email from Derek from Black's Pest Services, who listens to one of our best ofs with the Got to Get the Job Done episode. Got to Get the Job Done. And he found this really interesting explanation about um, how, I guess, back in the day, people would put horse skulls in buildings. Like in, in Ireland, England, and Wales, and the Scandinavian Peninsula, and, and dance even floors. in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, they put uh, horse skulls, like, buried, uh, like, concealed in the building. And it was either for... Enhancing the, the acoustics of a room, such as in a church or a barn, or as a method for repelling evil spirits. Also, it says, in Ireland, horse skulls were hidden beneath floorboards of dance floors, sometimes with their cavities packed with coins. Because um, an older Irish people would say sometimes they're put there for the purpose of giving a fine, hearty echo. Weird. That's creepy. Yeah. It's even creepier to think of your basement as a dance floor. A creepy dungeon dance no, floor full of horse Tristan's skulls. Basement. Oh, I'm Tristan's, a, I yeah, guess. No, you probably have horse skulls oh, in your I'm basement, sure too. I'm Absolutely. Sure I, I just don't talk about it. All right. There we go. That is it. Black's Pest Services. Go there right now. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We truly do appreciate we each really and every do. one of you. You are all fantastic. And we really, really, really appreciate it. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503 <laughs> If you've figured out somebody that you hate during this show and you would like yeah. to purchase them that mm-hmm. most likely to game, please head to Fun Employment Radio and be sure to click on that Amazon link before you do so. Absolutely. Definitely do that. How are they so loud? They are very loud. I don't know if they're coming through on the microphones or not, but either but they way, absolutely thank are. you everybody for listening to us. Eddie thought that they were leaf blowers at his work. <laughs> yeah, they are very loud, the leaf <laughs> yeah. blowers. Have you heard how long they've been leaf blowing? They've Forever. been leaf blowing for like 20 minutes. There are no leaves. There are no leaves. <laughs> Spoiler alert. No, there are leaves no leaves are out there. There's no leaves. All right. Thanks, everybody. We will be talking to Greg, you in the... be safe this weekend. Yes. Uh, same to you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Thank you.